When you're an entrepreneur, the biggest hurdle you'll likely ever face is your own mindset. I experienced this myself, and you know what's crazy? When I was starting out, I thought all this talk about mindset was a bit woo-woo and nothing that affected me. I wanted to take action instead. I really believed that I didn't have any mindset issues. Thank you very much. It really was the case of I didn't know what I didn't know. The truth is, in order to achieve success, we must first shift our thinking and overcome doubts and limiting beliefs we may have. And we all do. I want to talk about this today because I know how doubting yourself and believing that you can't do something or you're not good at something can completely hold you back from moving forward or even getting started with something you know in your heart you want to do. Let's chat about some of the most common limiting beliefs that yoga teachers have, how to challenge them, and how to get past them. Before we dive in, I just want to mention that my program, Blissful Biz Academy, is open for enrollment right now, when you listen to this episode when it comes out. In Blissful Biz Academy, I teach you how to successfully create and launch an online course so you can make a bigger impact help more people and make more money. It's going to be an amazing round with 12 weeks of weekly coaching and Q&A sessions, a community full with aspiring yogipreneurs. And for the first time, we also have guest expert trainings, for example, with Corey Sterling about legal requirements and a lot more people. It's going to be amazing and I'd love to see you inside. Go to SusannaReiker.com forward slash Blissful Biz Academy to learn more or click the link in the show notes. And of course, get in touch if you have any questions about the program. I'd love to hear from you. And now let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanna Riker, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. Let's start with some beliefs you may have about yourself. I'm guessing that this will sound familiar. I'm awful in front of the camera or I'm not pretty enough, too old, too big, too anything else. I talked about this before. I hated being in front of the camera when I first started out. And you know what? It held me back. It stunted my growth and I had to get over myself. Now it's a lot easier. I'm not gonna lie, I'm probably never going to be 100% comfortable in front of the camera and I never want to become an actress. But that's okay, I feel okay doing it. It's not stressing me out anymore like it used to. Like with everything, practice really makes perfect. Your first anything is nerve-wracking, right? So if it's something that could potentially build you a successful online business, doesn't that make it worth it? You heard this saying before, growth happens outside of your comfort zone. And this is so true in this case. 
Because here's the truth. When you're holding yourself back from doing videos because of some self-limiting beliefs, you are doing your students a disservice. You're keeping them from getting to know you better, from getting to trust you, so then you can help them through your offers. Because let's face it, right? In the online world, there's nothing that builds trust like video. Not doing video, it can seriously hamper your growth. Maybe you're also secretly afraid that people will judge you. Well, people will judge you no matter what you do, so you may as well just do it. That's partly why you're worried about being bad on camera, right? You're worried people will think you look awkward and maybe even laugh at you. The reality is that people wouldn't be laughing at you. They might recognize that you are nervous and give you some encouragement, or they might even make a joke to make you laugh and feel more comfortable. Or they feel you are more relatable because you are not perfect. They don't expect you to be perfect, and you don't have to be. Get out there. Get in front of the camera. Just do it. And I promise it's going to get easier. Another common destructive belief is that this will never work for me or other people can do this, but I couldn't. This is the fear of failing. You might do all the things to create your offer and sell it, but if subconsciously you don't believe that you can do it, it's probably not going to be a big success. And this is definitely something I've been struggling with. In my head, I was all for thinking big and I could see the success, but really deep inside me, there was a limiting belief I had that I didn't have it in me to be really successful. When I started my own business, not to toot my own horn, but I thought I was smart enough. I had a lot of experience. I've been working in advertising for over 15 years by then. And until then, everything came to me pretty easily. I was good in school. I never struggled. University was easy. Getting a job and getting promoted was easy. But the truth is, I never aimed big. I always stayed in my comfort zone. Or when I went outside, it was never too far. I didn't come from a family of entrepreneurs as well. And I always heard it's better to be safe. Like, get a safe job. Don't leave that safe job behind. And I did that. I was the good kid who never had any problems and went to college and worked really hard. When I left my job in advertising to start working freelance, it was the first step towards freedom. But I basically still did the same job. Um, but now I earned more money at least and I had the opportunity to take longer periods of time off to go traveling and I wasn't involved anymore in things like office politics. And that opened up new avenues for me. But I also wasn't in it with my heart. Every assignment was just a job. It was temporary and to earn money. And that's not very fulfilling, right? So when I started this business teaching yoga teachers about marketing, suddenly I was so passionate about it. I could see this bright future and I was so excited about what I did. But this also brought up a whole different set of fears and stress. I was scared that I would fail, that I wouldn't earn enough money to be able to pay my rent, that nobody would be interested in my office and all that. 
And I did fail. I had a lot of mistakes. I had a lot of things that didn't go as planned. I created offers that didn't work. And I made mistakes. Like, for example, I did a webinar where the sales page wasn't ready. So I couldn't tell people who were live with me where to go sign up for my program. And then in the end, nobody bought. And yeah, that was really embarrassing. I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Um, so making mistakes like that or failing, it really gets to me. I probably thought about that mistake for hours. Actually, failing is something that everyone is scared about. Throughout our whole lives, in fact, the thought of failing is scary. And you will fail. Me saying that might shock you. But failing is part of success. You've heard of the saying, success is falling down seven times but getting up eight, right? If you fail or make a mistake, you have to get up and try again. Okay, moving on. The next limiting belief I want to address is money-related, like yoga should be free or asking for money is greedy. Are you guilty of that? Well, here's the thing. No one works for free, so why should you? We work to make a living. We provide a service and someone else pays for that, decided to pay for that. You're not forcing anyone to hand over cash for a yoga class, right? It's an exchange of energy and it's totally natural. Maybe in the past it worked that a master taught yoga for free, but never to many students. And of course, he or she must have had the means to live and eat and have a place to stay as well. In any case, that's not our society today. Today, it's very normal to be paid for your work. It's what's expected. And if you want to be a part of this society, that's how it works. You need to be able to pay your rent. You aren't greedy for asking for money because in any normal job, you get paid a salary. You get paid to be there. And if you want to continue to share your teachings, it needs to be sustainable. Asking for money could also help your students get better results. I know that may sound strange, but hear me out. When people have to pay for something, they are committed. For example, when I have to prepay for a yoga class that's happening in the evening, I'm going to show up, right? While when I didn't have to pay in advance, I might skip the class because I'm too tired and just want to chill out with Netflix. It's just way easier to come up with an excuse. It gets even more interesting when you have a high-ticket offer, like a coaching program or an online course where people have to invest more money. My experience is, and I heard that from others as well, is that my students in my higher price programs are much more motivated and thus are more likely to actually see results. They do the work, they are committed because of their investment. Asking for a higher price, it can actually help people more than offering something for free. Up to a point, of course, you don't want to outprice yourself, and I'm not telling you to ask for a ridiculous amount of money that nobody can afford, but you can probably ask for a price that's a little bit higher than your first price, and it'll be totally fine. Pricing, it's actually, it's such an interesting topic. There's so much psychology involved, and it's something I'm going to talk more about in a future episode here on the podcast. Okay, so moving on, the next belief I want to talk about is the I can't do an online course because I don't have the money for expensive equipment. 
I have one thing to say on this. Start with what you have. You won't know what you need or want until you try, until you actually get started. And you don't need the best of everything. And you could buy the best of everything and not understand how to work them, actually, because they are so advanced, like camcorders or microphones. And they take even longer to get started. The most important thing here for you is to just get started and faffing about with equipment is going to delay you. Just like earning money, spending money is necessary too. You can create yoga videos just with your iPhone. You don't even need an expensive microphone just to get started. You can start with your phone and a computer and create an online course and sell it. Sometimes it makes sense to put some money into your business before you get something out of it. So, however, um, investments for an online business are much lower than um, for a traditional brick-and-mortar yoga studio, right? Teaching yoga online doesn't have to be super expensive. And once you've got most things set up, there are very few ongoing costs. So buy that course, get what you need to start your business, and then get going. So, okay, I addressed a few limiting beliefs here that are very common. I want to share some general tactics with you now for pushing past those limiting beliefs and move forward with your yoga business. Step number one is to face up to your fears or beliefs. Write down all of your doubts, worries, and beliefs you have about starting your business. Awareness is always the first step. You need to be aware of the thoughts you're having and getting them down on paper can often free up our minds because we no longer have them circling around in our heads over and over. Then step number two is to decide on how to tackle your fears. This is probably the most important stage. Nothing will change if you don't do anything about it. So after facing up to your fears, Next, you need to tackle them and find ways to make that belief become less and less of a problem. For example, if you're worried that you don't have a clue about how to set up a website, take a course. Or if tech is really not your strong suite, hire someone to get your website up and running so you can start focusing on what you are good at. Step number three is to plan it out. Now that you've identified how you're feeling and what it is that's holding you back the most and how you're going to combat it, hold yourself accountable and come up with a plan. Give yourself timeframes to get things done by. For example, I use Asana to plan out my whole business. It's an amazing project management tool that I'm sure you've heard me talk about before. I mention it a lot in here. It allows me to see what needs to be done by when, set deadlines for myself, and take action. Plan out the things that scare you, give yourself a certain day to enroll in that course, for example, or set aside an hour to film your first online lesson. Waiting for perfect is never as good as making progress. So, I hope that this has helped you address some of those limiting beliefs you may be experiencing. Remember, you're not alone and so many other people feel this way. I'd actually love to hear from you. Send me a DM on social media or email me at hello at and let me know what limiting belief is holding you back and how you plan to move forward. 
And I want to mention this again as well. When you are listening to this episode, when it comes out, my program Blissful Biz Academy is open for enrollment. In Blissful Biz Academy, I teach you how to successfully create and launch an online course so you can make a bigger impact, help more people and make more money. And I'd love to see you inside. Go to SusanneRiker.com forward slash Blissful Biz Academy to learn more or click the link in the show notes. And of course, get in touch if you have any questions about the program. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so very much for being here and listening to this episode. Have a wonderful day and take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to SusannaRiker.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the make your first or next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.